You're listening to the Screeners Podcast Network. Well, hey, everybody, and welcome back to the Geek Card Check. My name is Chris. And I'm Tyler. And I'm Kate. And I am super excited, you guys, because we are going to watch this really big, I guess we already did watch, didn't we? Did we? I don't know. Oh, oh, we but watched anyway, it. anyway, it's a science oh, yeah. fiction movie from yeah. 1984. Yes. Yes. And it's Terminator. I, well, I, I mean, you can watch it if you want Terminator. to, but uh, yeah, that's not where we're talking, oh. we're not talking about that tonight. No. Okay, no. well, 1984. So search for Spock, right? No, 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 not no, search for Spock either. No, no, afraid not. No, what did you watch? Did you did you watch what we're watching tonight? Well, maybe it was the sequel to 2001 Space Odyssey, the 2010 movie. Was it that? Uh, close. I didn't even see but, that one. I don't even know what you're talking about. Uh, no. Well, guys, what were we supposed to watch? Oh, oh, we're watching Runaway, the 1984 blockbuster Runaway? hit. Starring What's Tom that? Selleck. Tom Selleck. Oh yeah. Who, oh, yeah. who it, wrote? It, who wrote and directed this movie? I mean, like, I've never even heard of it. Who would write a movie for Tom Selleck? Guys, for the sci-fi. one and only. This is his greatest movie, uh, written and directed <laughs> by Michael Crichton. What are you talking about? This what? is fan- this is the oh, apex of his career right here. Nineteen eighty four. All right, we got we 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 got to drop this, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. We got we got to drop it. <laughs> Guys, listen, listen. I had never heard of this movie. This is a movie with Tom Selleck. Yes. This is a movie with Kirstie Alley. Yes. This is a movie written and directed by Michael Crichton yes. of Jurassic Park, my favorite movie of all time. Mm-hmm. I had never heard of this movie, and I now after watching it, I know exactly why I've never heard of this movie. Because Gene Simmons is in it. It's his feature Gene film debut. Gene Simmons! Gene Simmons and he is stick- in this movie so he much. Is. He is in it, all right. <laughs> Uh, we don't see his tongue. We don't even see his tongue once in this movie. No, although though, he did say I something like, for "Sure, he did something like say something like kiss kiss her goodbye or something." And I was like, "Huh, well played, Gene Simmons." <laughs> <laughs> did there. Uh, Amazing. Amazing. Oh yeah. So this, okay. So we, we have set expectations for our yeah. listeners. This is not Terminator. This is not no. Search for Spock. This no. is not 2010. The year we made contact. No. This is. This is basically Crichton in between the height of Westworld and what is to come of Jurassic Park fame. Yeah. Like the book comes out, I think like six years or something after this movie. So Somewhere. only yeah. I think wasn't it like eighty nine? It's yeah. So yeah, but a few years after it, not too bad. I guys, I I don't know. I, let's let's hit the plot really quick, and then we have to we have to talk about this movie. This let's is talk about it. Let's talk about it. First you of guys all, need is, to know. Yes. Yeah. First of all, this is available on Amazon Prime at least as of as of late March 2021. It's available on Amazon Prime, so uh, I urge you, honestly, stop this recording right now. <laughs> Go watch this movie and then come back, and you're going to hear our insightful, just like razor yes. sharp, uh, you know, insightful uh, critique of this film. Commentary. Yeah. And yes. to give you a little bit of encouragement, I was doing a bit of looking on social media after watching it just to see how other people felt about this film. And a lot of people really remember this movie fondly from growing up. So maybe that will encourage you? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Well, here's the plot. In the near future, a police officer who specializes in malfunctioning robots uh, goes after a robot who has has been programmed to kill. He begins to uncover a homicidal plot to create killer robots— and his son what? becomes a target. 
Wow. Which is literally what Terminator. This, that last part is barely with Terminator. <laughs> yes. Yeah, this is no, Terminator. No, no, no. This, this movie is Magnum AI. It really is. Yeah. Oh, right? 100%. Oh, right? Hey. 100%. Oh. <laughs> Uh, but hey, this has Jerry Goldsmith doing the original score. This is like it. This it's is his first all electronic soundtrack too that he totally. did for a film. Like that was a big deal for him in movie history. Oh, totally. Mm. It's uh, and and it's you know, it's. I'm not that, saying it's a great fine. soundtrack. I'm no. saying he did that. <laughs> it's all right. Uh, go listen to his <laughs> other soundtrack from that same year, uh, Star Trek Three: The Search for Spock, and it's a better soundtrack. But still, uh, you know, we're we're doing okay. I love how I love how, I love how Kate's commentary was. That's a thing that happened. <laughs> he he, it it occurred it was. in history. <laughs> okay, the search guys, for something important and good, and yeah, it wasn't Spock, yeah, yeah. but yes, totally. Yeah. Well, okay, so yeah. I I don't one hundred percent know how we're gonna tackle this movie. Uh, other than I, I kind of just want first reactions, and then maybe we can dig into yeah. moments that we like. So, Kate, this was you you did this to us, um, and and made us wow. watch this movie. Just put uh, it out there. <laughs> what? So I own it. I, Honestly, I want to say, why did you choose this? So, so give us that, and then what were your what were your reactions to it? Well, um, one of the reasons why I was actually looking for a movie like this is uh, each season of the pod, I try to look for something that's a real unknown to us mm-hmm. that none of us had seen, or at least maybe only one of us had seen, and uh, that also had some names attached to it that make, would make you sit up and go, "Wait a minute, why haven't I seen that?" And so Runaway seemed to fit the bill. I mean, not so much Tom Selleck as it was um, the fact that it's a Michael Crichton written and directed. And, yeah. you know, we'd already done Westworld in an earlier season. So, okay, this movie shows promise. Robots. Okay. Science fiction. It's something different. We don't, we haven't spent a lot of time in the 80s lately. So it, there's just, you know, those sort of check on the boxes of something that might be interesting. Um but then I started watching it with Peter, who did not finish the movie with me. He didn't? Um, he stayed as long as he did. He told me out of love. But yeah, he, he ducked out before it ended. Um, wow. And I mean, he asked me how the movie ended. And I said, an extended makeout scene. And he just looked at me like, what? And I'm like, well, if you really want to finish the movie to get to that scene go right ahead but anyway so yeah this movie (laughs) um it did not deliver what i had hoped i mean i did not expect it to be you know later michael crichton because he was still i think developing that balance between you know technology and its dangers and the ways it can go wrong and a really killer story like this this movie has some good concepts in it, but yeah. the execution never got there for me. Which is not to say that I was not entertaining myself while watching it, because there was entertainment. Yes. But this was definitely not Terminator or Search for Spock either. <laughs> what about you, Chris? How, how did you react? Well, I'll be honest with you. I think the concept here is pretty strong. Um, mm-hmm. I like, I mean, obviously we've seen a thousand different versions of this story in science fiction mm-hmm. for, I don't know, probably decades, right? Robots that go bad. Um, and I have to say, though, the opening sequence of this movie, I was very confused. Um, one of the things that aesthetically I think that Michael Crichton was trying to go for, have you ever heard of Mumblecore? Uh, before guys have you no, heard of this I don't know this one 
So mumblecore is like this uh, independent. It's usually found in independent yeah. movies where they try and go for like natural dialogue. So there's a lot of like there's like foreground dialogue and background dialogue happening, okay. overlapping conversations mm-hmm. to make it feel like you're more in like a real world. And so that's definitely an aesthetic that comes through, especially in the first half of this movie. Um, I, f- I have a feeling they started shooting it and they were realizing like, oh, I don't know if we like this all that much. And they kind of shifted perspective. But early on, there's like two or three conversations happening, like a robot will be mm-hmm. talking in the background and then you'll hear cops in the background and in the mm-hmm. foreground. You can barely make out what is happening. It's a very interesting aesthetic choice. But what I couldn't get, and maybe you guys can you know help me out here, is that Tom Selleck's character is a police officer. Yes. 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 Normally, police officers are responsible for crimes. Yes. Yes. Uh, the opening scene in this movie, meant to like hook us, uh, is a robot that has gone rogue in a cornfield. Yep. Yes. And why is a police officer there? They say something about insurance. Oh yeah. But I don't understand. I don't understand that at all. I, I, there was a so there was like a world building disconnect yes. for me in this mm-hmm. movie um like if you were some special like, like company that got hired i could that would make sense to me or something like that right but two but out there of the was three no big menace. early calls right there's no menace there's no bad guys to to take care of so that one and well, it makes the one you think the, you're starting uh, out in maybe a comedy and you're like oh this yes. movie's supposed mm-hmm. to be funny okay especially when she you're our new trainee um yeah. Uh, when she gets by the Cynthia robot Rhodes. the first time, played by Cynthia Rhodes. Yeah. Uh, and I have forgotten her last name in it. Thompson, I think, is her last name in it. Yes. Um, yeah. She runs up to the to the corn picking <sighs> robot and goes, "Yay!" and picks and it up and holds it over her head. Yeah. Yes. And then proceeds to drop it and run through the cornfield after it. I was like, "I'm sorry, guys. Uh, what's happening?" <laughs> um, yeah, it's very strange. Like the the tone of this film i just didn't understand why police what yeah i don't understand why police were were in charge of this did they explain that is that something i missed or is that just they just this is the world they're building and i just didn't really do a good job the insurance thing was what i got out of it yeah that yeah go for it but is there any 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 like um now world equivalent of that where like you would call a police officer because of your insurance no I think the closest analog we have, which is not actually an analog, is a cyber squad where you're dealing with crimes committed that way. And it just, or like, you know, the way a fireman gets a cat out of a tree, it's kind of like a version of that the police. Yeah, I was thinking kind of like that. So he's just just doing community service at this point. It was not actually a crime. Police. Well... Also, he said that he sort of kind of fell into the job and learned as he went. So it sounds like it just became this, you know, add on thing that they wound up. The cops wound up sort of accidentally almost becoming responsible for before it actually became a department, the runaway squad. And I'm assuming the reason why it happened is not primarily for weird things that happen in cornfields, but in cases where actual danger and crime are being committed. And the result is, is we do this runaway squad does scary dangerous things right but then they also get the ridiculous things too because that's just no one else does it so they get stuck with it kind of thing yeah and i mean it makes sense the next thing that gets called to is the roomba with a uh, gun with a magnum Uh, with a magnum yeah 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 (laughs) love that makes more sense 
but I will say too the both the 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 cornfield robot and the Roomba with a gun. Um, neither one of them looked all that intimidating. Um, yeah. it, it, it for me it was just a it was a problem of the world understanding and then also the disconnect of why are you running away from a like literally just go kick it like yeah. I, yep. it's not fast enough to catch you dude like it, it, well, it's just not intimidating the, the production does the production design is pretty poor yeah sorry go ahead well i think that's why a lot of that was off state or off off scene right like um yeah we, we just get oh, yeah. crazy shooting gun and and you do honestly what, what built that up okay until the reveal was like oh i don't see what this is you know it, it is something that can shoot quickly and can whatever and then and then we see it and it's like a big box with an arm that that has a gun no they show they show you a schematic of it oh that's like, true. you already that's know true. what it looks that's like true. like yeah. they're like it's yeah. the, the the 47 model 30 right. and it's like what right. what is I, this thing okay i think though i appreciated and believe me, there are deep flaws, particularly in the second half of this film. Um, but oh, I yeah. think I appreciated the practical, the practical effects, which of course they, there wasn't like an option really for CG in particular. But like there was right. practical effects that that um, that were that worked. You know, some some work better than others. Like I actually like the drones that they kind of sent in. I thought those were kind of cool looking, and there, the there drones some... are actually pretty prescient. Exactly, I thought the same thing. They, they kind of look. They look like. Somebody would build that today, you know. Um, yeah, like there's a well, weird combination I, I actually, of the absurd and yes. good forward-thinking concepts, which for me grounded it actually weirdly ground. Like I was able to actually overlook the like off the like the bad like almost Wally looking, but not quite as cool. If you believe off. that, do yeah. you keep your pistol locked away away from your Roomba? Well, oh, I, I give it to my Roomba to hold, like it just in case, oh, you know. Yeah, okay. makes, is that it makes bad sense. or that makes sense? Yeah. Well, I mean, it, it could have consequences. Just watch. It's o- it's only bad if there's a computer chip put in it that yes. has a little red stripe. Otherwise, on it. it's and fine. if that happens, yeah. if Kirstie Alley shows up, you're in trouble. Otherwise, you're yes, good. yes. Uh, just no. If Kirstie Alley shows up, you'll be fine. She's not. Gonna yeah, yeah. She's in trouble. Long. Actually, That's at that the- point. Okay. Yeah. Fair. Uh, yes. I I also just if we can hit with that scene because I I I liked that scene. I really liked the. A lot of the the hostage taking robot thing, for some of the absurdity, the very eighties absurdity of it all, like the fact that he is wearing yes. an electromagnetic suit, scattered suit, <laughs> a scattered which suit. does nothing but look oh. ridiculous. I, yeah, 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 exactly. And then yes, uh, and then the the stupid stupid cameraman follows him right on in and gets himself shot like twice in the face and like I just. Which, it's completely gonna happen it's like it's like telegraph like what do you do what uh, why Why? that's interesting too this this movie is trying to tell a story about like uh news coverage uh and and like making sure that because that comes back making them kind of it does but it doesn't go anywhere there's no point made about Mm. it it's just so funny to like all of a sudden like why are you allowing a camera crew come to come into a dangerous kidnapping situation where a child may be killed that doesn't make any sense doesn't make any sense no but then i was Uh, also completely laughing at it whenever he like finally disables the robot but he doesn't really spend that much time making sure it's secured because he's got to go grab he the baby and have his moment and yes. walk out as the hero. And I'm like, oh, my word, this is so obvious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, like I said, I think, I think the outset of this, of the film, I actually think sets up the world 
I, I don't know if it's nicely, but it's, it sets up the world adequately, and and it gets us it gets us seeing you know the problems that, that are at stake. We get Gene Simmons walking in with his kind of evil look at the very very beginning. Um, I like. There's a lot that I like about this movie. I, I actually I actually like the introduction of his character. I like Tom. Frankly, I. I think Tom Selleck is practically perfect in every way, so it's fine. Like I, I like he's just he's just excellent. Wow! But yeah, did he's you just great. give I love him Tom the Mary Selleck. Poppins approval? Yes. Hang on just a second. I was gonna say I feel like I should have a T-shirt made. <laughs> I, I think Tom Selleck is perfect in every way, <laughs> and just have like practically, practically perfect. I love Tom Selleck. He's great. Uh, and and honestly, like and I said this multiple tea everywhere. <laughs> I said this multiple times throughout the watch. Like the fir- again, the first half of the watch, I was like, "I this is bonkers," and like there's weird robot stuff and like spider robots with they, they like shoot acid and then explode. Like I am here for that. Like I knew what we were getting okay. into when we watched this movie. So let me ask then: Would yes. you? Have, how would you have felt if this movie had embraced the comedy throughout rather than like failing to as it straddled the line between drama and comedy? I don't think it was – I I didn't see the comedy – I mean, I, I thought there were some comedic yeah. moments, but I, I don't think that it was close enough to the line to, like, tip over ever. Like, I don't think it – I yeah. Honestly, I feel like the line was better if it would have gone further into horror, to yes, be honest with yes. you. Because mm-hmm. at, like, a B-horror movie, this would have worked much better because there are those moments where those spider things yes. jump on people and they're like, ah! Yeah. And they're obviously they're manipulating the puppet themselves. themselves. You know what I mean? Like they would in like old horror movies of like the creature. And so I think it would have been better. It would have been, it would have served the plot much better as if you were afraid of these robots all the time. And you didn't know, like I thought something they were going to go for was Lois, which was like the Alexa on wheels. I Um, thought she was the obvious thing to take the kid hostage. Like that was like served up on a platter and everything else was so tropey that why not that? So that that was my thought was that like we can't we're not going to be able to trust any of the robots yes. in this movie. Mm-hmm. All the robots are cuz he's walking around the bad guys walking around with a whole like pad yeah. of these evil circuitry. So I thought for sure he was just going to start like opening up random robots and throwing this exactly. circuit in them, you know, or but whatever it is. But instead they try to go for a sort of almost tearjerker moment of we're really sad that Lois is dead now. Lois had this great death scene. <laughs> I loved it. Like I wow, is a death scene. Yes. <laughs> It was weird because it's like a literally like a, a laser disc player yes. um, like stand. Yes. You know what I mean? Like Lois is basically <laughs> yes. just an AV, like what your dad had in the eighties. Well, I was going to say I had that on the Lois wall is. growing up. Yes, 100%. yeah, yeah, yeah. Did Lois crazy. talk to you guys when you were young? Did she I, feed you hot dogs <laughs> when she wasn't supposed to? <laughs> I loved. Oh, so not again, Lois. <laughs> uh. I loved all of that. It reminded me of, uh, and I'm forgetting her name from the Jetsons. The you know the the. The nurse from the, the robot the from the Jetson, the nanny, yeah, yeah. And just oh, all man, of that. Yeah. Which so I actually, because I knew again, I did not go into this expecting the Terminator. I did not go into this expecting Star Trek Three: The Search for Spock. You know, so I was like, B movie robot, like robot cops. Come on, let's let's do this. Uh, and so I, well, but this is what Michael Crichton does, yes. though. He does horror movies. Yes. Like that, he like, just wasn't no, sure where just, he was yeah. going. I think, yeah. Well, right, and exactly. I like he, the idea that tech is supposed to be mundane in mm-hmm. this world because that's yes. supposed to be part of the psychological horror of it. It just yeah, true, doesn't true. quite yeah, very much work. so, very much so. I, well, that and and I guess that is the thing is that like in this society, you know, and, and I wish they would have explored it further. But like it, it made it would have made more sense if like robots we just all everybody trusted robots. Yes, it, mm-hmm. they're fine. Everybody's everything's fine, and then all of a sudden one goes bad. Mm-hmm. 
And you're like, well, that's weird. Yeah. That, that never happens. That's, that's like a blip. But the thing is, is that when I would say go bad, it just basically means it was making zigzag lines in the right. farm field. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. it just, it wasn't, it didn't go to the point where it was like absolutely They made a police crazy. procedural rather than a thriller. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Which is yeah, why. I agree. With a really, really bad villain. Go ahead. Yeah. Sorry. Well, I keep which interrupting. Which is why the second. No, no, you're fine. And I, I. I agree that he's a bad villain, but at least Gene Simmons hams it up. Like that, he just he just went for it. Like he's badly written. He's really badly written. Yeah, but apparently in the audition, that's all that happened. Is he had like Crichton had Gene Simmons come in and just stare at him with yes. his most brooding look for a few minutes, and then he hired him for the role. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Th- that's a writing issue. And weirdly, I, I, who's defending Gene Simmons as an actor right now? Like, what's going on? But like. It's a writing issue, not an acting issue. I, he just, I, he he got hired for exactly what he did. It's yeah. I will be. I'll be honest. I think he maybe have been one of the better actors yes. in this movie. Um, <laughs> this, some of the other folks <laughs> in this movie are rough. Yes. Like I'm talking like whoa. What? How did you just? Why did you leave that line in the movie? Just cut that out. It was really yeah. The awkward. dialogue was not good. Yeah. Oh. Yep. Oh, well, and that oh. that I think so dialogue and like you even said, leaving that line in the movie. I think this, there's a major editing issue. I think the last half of this movie yes. Yes. is 20 minutes too long at the very least. Like yes. this is an hour and 40 minutes. This could have been a tight hour 20 thriller, you know, <laughs> uh, and an hour, hour and a half at the best thriller. And, and because I we got bored halfway through, like I was in it the first half. Mm-hmm. I was like, I was like, all right, this is great. It should have been a chase throughout it but instead it was react you know, it was it was act react act react and uh, uh from you know gene simmons would do something or luther i guess is his name would do something tom Selleck would react and then he would do something else and he would react instead of we should be chasing him and he's leaving traps or you know like uh, leaving corrupted robots all over the place um there was like but then we get that really great scene with the robot who's zapping Kirstie Alley and the, or trying to zap <laughs> I, her and it gets tossed like, like a dead so he's beating it with the chair. True, I will say that's that where it full it full on oh leaned into my. comedy right there and and I loved that yeah yeah I loved it for that I really thought that was funny and well done. Um, like it's it's cheesy what? as all what? it's cheesy you, as all get out. I am not defending hang this on. in terms of hang on yeah. <laughs> You thought that was really well done. I thought it, for what it was, it was obvious. I did not walk into was, this movie going, "This is the Terminator." Chris, you are a lover of loving things. Get on board with this. That's true. <laughs> no, no. But this listen, is why I asked you guys on. about wanting it to be a comedy because seems like that would have worked if this true. movie was meant to be a comedy. I mean, not yeah. great, but it would have worked. I don't think so. I think that moment's supposed to be like he's showing off yes. for Kirstie Alley. Oh, he like totally he's with is. Cheesemo. He and he's like, ridiculous. boom. Yeah. And then the guy comes in and he's like, you didn't have to destroy that $40,000 machine. Buh. And he's like, buh, I, I, I'm a man. Yes. You know what I mean? Oh, like yeah. that was, that was what that was supposed oh, to be yeah. is him showing off and Kirstie Alley falling in love. And then, oh well, and then goodness. two scenes, two Ugh. scenes later, they have to search her for bugs and, and end up stripping. Yes. I, I'm yes. shocked that they didn't go nudity oh with it, word. frankly, but still like it. Yeah, the camera was just stru- really ogling her. Oh, a hundred percent. I was like, what well, I joked yeah. about it at first, like, you know, uh, Thompson goes in and then he goes in. I was like, I was like, oh, this is great. And then uh, <laughs> like, this is funny. And then she gets like, her, whatever her collar is, is, you know, beeps and. They just immediately go, all right, take off your shirt. And I was like, no, they're not. No, <laughs> they're not. Oh, yes, that's on they your bra. Did. Take off your bra. And I was like, 
please, right? What is happening in this movie right now? <laughs> and at least they you wanted Tom go... Selleck to take off his top. That's what that was. Uh, the guy, <laughs> yeah, you know, you're not I... trying it. <laughs> but but this is what I mean. I I in no way went into this movie going, this is Terminator. Uh, and it's got C's. I, I will, I'm about to, if I, we're going to go into some spoilers here, I'm about to start arguing that this is, there's some okay early DNA of other major properties. Um, you know, it's concurrent with Terminator. And so I, I can't really say it's got that DNA. Although if we go back to Westworld, this is certainly, I, I would almost say this could be seen as a prequel to Westworld in some ways where, where we're in a, we're in a, a world that is populated by mon- mundane technology, you know? Um, sure. But well, this then, movie also features hacking. We yes. talked about the spiders. We talked about mm-hmm. the mini drones. I'm not so sure about the psychic cop, though. But I couldn't you know. believe uh, that. I was like, what? Where did this come from? <laughs> yeah. Yep. I actually loved that they included that as an element. That you they... got robots. You might as well, well like in their sense of being futuristic, they're covering the spectrum yeah. of the technologically known into the unknown. We don't know. We totally. got someone who covers that stuff. Well, it felt a little Starship Trooper ish yeah. to me there. Like we're so far into the future now. Technology is a thing. But now we've fallen back on like maybe even like the evolution of the mind. Right. And people yeah. are able to, to do that. I, yeah. I mean. The, the thing here is there is a lot of future casting. Yep. I mean, there's iPads in this movie. Oh, yeah. The kid has an iPad in his mm-hmm. bed. Uh, like I already said, Lois is Alexa on wheels. The ring doorbell is yes, a thing. Like the they go thing. back and rewind like the, the, yeah. the, the, the doorbell um, Smart thing. Smart bullet missile things, whatever. I, yeah. That, I really liked yeah. that. Even. That was cool. <laughs> the effects didn't work well, but like it, I, I liked the idea of it. Yeah. I Actually, will say, though, that first scene, the first time we see uh, Dr. Luther shoot that, yeah, uh, I had this moment of, that was kind of scary, cool. Not mm-hmm. scary, scary, but you know what I mean. Um, but I also yeah. had this moment of, have I seen this before? And so maybe I've seen it in some kind of feature, because just that scene, I'm like, I know I've seen this in something before. So either someone else has ripped it off, or maybe it's in one of those retrospectives on film. I don't know, but that was one of the cooler scenes mm-hmm. in the movie. I agree with you. Actually, that that back alley. Are you talking about the back alley scene yeah. where yes. he's chasing them? Yeah, I think that set piece was actually pretty well done. Yeah. I I enjoyed the thir- the the physicality of it. I liked. I I actually did like the POV, like um, you know, yeah. cool camera going through things because super like uh, fisheye yeah. lens on it. I I just I, I found that to be quite charming, mm-hmm. um, and, and quite good. Charming. It's just, Charming, but I'm, I'm just saying, you know, if, if you're trying to do it, you might as well do it. I, yeah. I didn't find that cheesy. Right. I just, I, 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 you know, I just, it seemed like, oh yeah, 1980s, you know, bullet that can, you know, chase somebody down. Yeah, totally. It was kind of cool. That was a good sequence. The action here was actually pretty well done. Yeah. Yeah. In that sequence. In that sequence. Yeah. I even, <laughs> you know, it makes me also think a little bit of, uh, of iRobot. Um, Mm-hmm. Just in in some like, but I I robot is certainly a more polished concept and a polished idea, and of course that the the concept predates this, but the the film version, which uh, the pre- film version of a cop who is uh, um, surrounded by you know in a world surrounded by robots, uh, uh, you know is is after this. Um, I don't know. Did you guys get any other connections? Did you see? You know, the, I know we're going to be getting down to the is that does this punch your G, your geek card check eventually, but. Any any other strains of, of connection that we could talk about? Well, I thought it was interesting that they ignored 
sentience. I mean, they were yes. dealing with AI. robots yeah. that were going off the rails, but these yep. are sentient AI. And I mean, it certainly fits the time period where movies about fear of technology and how that impacts humanity in the future, like that that's straight up through that. But it's, it's kind of, I mean, that's one of the things that I find it really interesting that Terminator came out the same year because Terminator leans fully into that question mm-hmm. of what happens when sentient AI goes too far, whereas this was exploring the more physical realm of cornfields. And yeah. Such. Well, no, it, it's it's a person doing it. Yeah. The, the person is the bad. The, the robots are actually not doing yeah. anything wrong at all. They're just mis, you know, misprogrammed. Yeah. Right. And so there is no AI. It's not learning. It's not becoming evil. None of the robots are mm-hmm. you know, actually doing anything that they weren't supposed to be doing if it wasn't because but of this that chip actually makes that, an interesting point though because i mean the whole ai question of sentience is is the whole thing of you know can a computer transcend its programming but this film actually makes the point that um machines and they are programmed even things that we think of as smart things they are all run by programming which is created by humans and so when they do bad things that's humans in a different form acting out yeah. harm it's the hu- it's mm-hmm. the human that was at fault right. not not right. the robot like the, the, there there's a there's a person behind it mm-hmm. because they're even dissecting it and they're like mm-hmm. well no this is this this is what's wrong there, there's always something wrong in the hardware yeah. right. someone tampered with it the hardware is what goes wrong in this movie there is nothing really given to the software in this movie none of the software has gone bad none of the ai stuff none of that is in this movie i, I don't think anyway for the most part any from from what the plot is pushing forward anyway it is all about a bad guy putting a chip and making a robot do bad things mm-hmm. that it's not programmed to do which is very interesting because of where Crichton will go um eventually <laughs> right like he'll go that in multiple ways yeah, i mean jurassic was. jurassic park is is very much even though there is the negative human factor mm. in the character of like dennis Debbie, yeah i'd still so i i think Crichton's point in most all of his stuff is actually though it's the it's the people that were bad right yeah do you know what i mean like he almost always very rarely is it that it was the it was the robot that went bad it was the person behind the robot that made a bad choice and now we all have to suffer the consequences of his whole theme it's it always is control right like it's always you know mankind is going to seek to control this science or progress or the the idea of progress you know going too far beyond our own reach or something like that um and and even like with with the dinosaurs getting out it's, it's it's many different things. It's Nedry betraying them. It's flaw in in the way that that humans run things or, or control things. It's yeah. It's all of that. So I think it's 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 very interesting that this is the kernels of that are all are all here. Not even kernels. I mean that concept is still here. It's just not polished. Yeah. No. It, it, it it's it's meandering. Is yeah. What it is. It's very it feels especially the second like half. A very early draft of what could have been a great yes. film had it gone through more editing process yeah i actually wonder what the actual plot look like the plot outline looked like before it was um told how what the budget was going to be Mm. because my feeling is like i wonder what jurassic park would look like if it had like a third of the budget do you know what i mean like it would probably not be on an island (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah, it would be like in a zoo someplace do you know what i mean like velocipaster there you go. Velocipaster right. would have happened. <laughs> well, and, effects yeah. are on fire. Yeah. Well, and that had like, that had Spielberg behind it to command, you know, a budget like that. That's, that's the other thing is, mm-hmm. sure. and Crichton himself wasn't that 
yeah, like you said before, he was he was maybe riding high off of Westworld, but this is not this is not the Crichton, the superstar, megastar Crichton, you know, uh, at at that point. And so, yeah. um, what did ER even come out? Early nineties or was it late eighties? Nineties, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, this is this is way way before. Yeah, so it's that. it's I not mean, even like yeah. he's TV writer Crichton. You know, he he pitched a script and got it, no. and somehow was the director too. But um, and so. Yeah, we're gonna see we're gonna see him do so much more uh, a little bit later. So, but what would, other you, would you not say though that this story was basically, if it had had an effects budget, the effects did not suck. This could have been one of those movies that was mostly an effects movie that you enjoy with you know weak dialogue and in storyline but you don't really care because the effects are really cool like this could have been a movie potentially oh, like that po- a good that popcorn <laughs> movie right there's yeah. a lot of it, those it actually reminded me and i'm not sure why i'm saying this right now because i need to look and see exactly what the plot was but do you guys remember that arnold schwarzenegger um movie called i think it's called the seventh day i think the sixth day. i never saw it do you guys I heard about that, that. yeah yeah, it one. feels it's very similar. Right? Yes, yeah. Uh, he Arnold Schwarzenegger finds a clone of himself. It's these the, these sci-fi movies that are very conceptual, mm-hmm. uh, that have one good idea yeah. in them. Yeah, but they no plot squeeze or yeah. and squeeze. Yeah, and so I can tell, you know, Michael Crichton basically was saying, guys, what if the police force had to police robots? Yeah. And people were like... <laughs> Boom! Yes, and he was like, "Okay, here's the idea," and and then you know what I mean. Right. Like, I, oh, yeah. it, what's what's weird about this is is we already talked about how bad the dialogue is in this movie. Compare that to just what is it? Fifteen years later, he's writing ER, yeah. which yeah. is freaking fantastic. Yes. You know, it's 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 so weird to see how how much he grew yeah. from mm-hmm. this moment. And I wonder how much it is his directing, right. how much is it is his writing, yep. how much it was budgetary constraints. Or because even we the all production, know like that the producers like mucking around in there and here's what you can and can't do with this. And yep. Yep. it sure. just didn't yep. work. Yeah. Totally. Because I mean, in what movie does it make sense where you talk about in the, um, the blurb for here's why you should care about this movie, about the threat to his son. And yet he spends more time afraid of heights in this movie than he does yes. the safety, you know, for the safety of his son, which Agreed. doesn't make sense. So strange, isn't it? What, why, why is that even in this movie? Right. Like it doesn't actually pay off in any way. I mean, there's that moment at the very end, but that is a complete, that could be that, that moment of him in the elevator. You know, it could have been cut out of the movie yes. completely. It, yeah, it didn't serve anything other than to get him like a scar on his yeah. cheek. He like, looks it hardcore now. Yeah. Push. Yeah, I, I, I didn't really add any tension. I was never like, oh, is he going to make it through this? No. Oh, boy, what's going to happen? Is he going to sacrifice himself? No, because the bad dude's still alive. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, we're going to go back, right. obviously. Yeah, so, most of the time I was sitting there going, so how much are they going to do to Tom Selleck's face in this movie? Like, how much do they have, <laughs> you know, really banking on? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Only at the very end can they, they can they muck around with his well, face. It, was just, then, it just looked like... It was, it was like smoke damage. It was, it, yeah, it was. Yes. It was like, weird. that's well, supposed to be acid that I don't think somebody got the yeah. mono effects. Yeah. <laughs> they put it on. It's like, no, I can't. I, I, that doesn't look manly. Yeah. I don't want like boils on my skin. I want burns. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was. Make it look manly. It was I mean, weird. could have had Two-Face, you know, from Batman. There you you could have tied, tied right into what Tim Burton was working on a few years later. Yeah. Uh, oh, my. Yeah. I. 
Yeah. It, I, I, I agree with you, kind of what we were talking about at the very beginning. I think you know, there's not a lot depth-wise, I think, to be talking about in this. It wants to be deeper than it is. It wants to have uh, more going oh. on. We should say, by the yeah. way, what a, what a runaway is. That is a robot that goes bad. Yeah. Like, we didn't even yeah. say that. Right. Like, because when I first started, I was like, okay, this is going to be about a, a kid that's run away, right. I mean, obviously, or a robot that's disappeared. A boy in his and they didn't even, And that didn't even happen. Like, at first I thought for sure we were going to get a robot that was important that is missing. Right. And I was like, ah, that's what's, this is going to be a mystery. Right. But no, no, that didn't happen either. It What's was very... Mystery is how this movie got made. Oh, hey, yes. oh, yeah, oh, wait, yeah I agree. Well, we, <laughs> so wait, Tyler, though, you did actually enjoy this. You would say you had a good time. I'm watching. I'm going to text you, my you dad right yeah. after we're done and tell him to watch this. Um, okay, but all right, but I will say, like, again, you know what you, you know what you're getting into, though, right? Like, at nope. Oh, yeah. So that's maybe my why we. I don't know. There's there's so much about expectations, but I, I did. I enjoyed the first half like multiple times. I was like. This is crazy, but I am here for it. Like I am here for that mustache. I am here for like, the, you know, <laughs> we've got flying robots. We got a robot with a gun. Like let's do this. And then, well, here's the thing though. Kirstie Alley got a Saturn Award nomination for Best Supporting Actress for this, and all you can talk about is Tom Selleck, and he, I, I don't know, Tyler. She has five lines. I don't actually understand how she got I was awarded. Say, is yeah, is is Kirstie Alley a character in this yeah. movie? Really? I was shocked. She comes she is there for him is. to be a man in front of. Oh yeah, and to make she, his partner jealous. Yes, and I love yes. I, I love I Kirstie Alley. She's Savick from you know, uh, and and in Cheers, uh, like I am all about her. But like, wait, she's in Star Trek three. She's in Star Trek two. Two. That's yeah. right. That's right. Three she, came out. This. I actually suspect she was doing this, which is why she didn't get into. Uh, she didn't do Star Trek three. I would bet you. <laughs> but because wow. uh, Robin Curtis, there. yeah, Robin Curtis plays her in, <laughs> in uh, or plays Savick. That's in Star Trek right. 3. Um, that's right. I, uh, I, I sort of lost my my train of thought. Oh yeah, I. She's. <laughs> She's criminally underused because I think she's actually she's a good actress. Um, she comes in thirty minutes in, she dies thirty minutes later. Has very few lines other than to smoke a cigarette and look sultry and not and kind of, and kind of be zapped. Um, but what about the back of the cop car scene? You know, like that was. Okay, what I'm happened sorry, actually I in the back of the car? I just watched it too. What happened in the <laughs> when back the, of the robots cop car? were chasing them on the road uh-huh. and trying to blow up their cop car, and then right. they have to do that car to car transfer. I remember that. But yeah, yeah, she's. You know, <laughs> it, it's it, th- that scene is awful. Yeah, it's bad. <laughs> you, you, I, it makes no sense. No. I had no idea it's what's going on. Why does the and it's just not why why it's does not. the rear window have like an LED yes. screen on it? Like it was yeah. very. But my favorite strange. part is they had a dummy in the driver's seat. Yes. Yes. Why? Very. What? Yeah. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. it's a self-driving car. Why? That's because you need a dummy in the front. If it's self-driving, you you have to have a dummy. Everybody knows Get you gotta have somebody dummy, in the front seat. You gotta have yeah, a job, his, you know. Yeah. Good to bring home the bacon. Ugh. <laughs> no, I think actually what it was there because they were decoy. I think honestly they were trying to trick the bad guys into thinking that everybody was in that one car. But hey, self-driving cars. We didn't mention right. that one. True. That's true. Yeah, that happens too. Yeah. There's a lot. Like wow. I said, I think there's a lot to be said. You know, if if one of the things that we that we do try and do sometimes here at the at the Geek Card Check podcast is really try and and like look at seeds <laughs> for how things connect. Way to way to chastise us. Oh Tyler. no, not, not chastising. I'm just thanks, <laughs> thanks, bro. 
<laughs> Thanks. Yeah, some of us are trying to do this thing that we are, you know, committed to here. <laughs> yes. Okay, yeah, fine. Bring us back on track. I appreciate that, Tyler. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, wait, oh boy. But oh. I, I was, I started making a list, like, of, of movies that this, like, that, honestly, the movies that do this better, like, but, or, or that do different concepts of this better. And we named a few of them. I'm even thinking, like, Chopping Mall. You know, from what is that, nineteen eighty six Chopping <laughs> Mall has like killer robots in a mall. Like it's this is a thing that's going on. I, hang things. on a second. Yeah, you're what well, you're def- the way you are right now. This is this is this is this is this is the line of logic that Tyler's going. Up. You're saying Runaway has influenced no in a positive way <laughs> geek culture <laughs> geek culture because it it helped Chopping Mall. Be, be a thing. Shopping that, that's, Mall A is a classic, and B. I'm not saying it's not. I say it, it, a bunch of other things. It's not not even influenced necessarily, but I'm saying just like is resonating with or, or is is speaking is in the same conversation okay. as things like sure sure okay. things like Chopping Mall, iRobot, uh, you know, even, even Terminator, which came out the same year, and and I Westworld think, um, did it better. If you want West, a Crichton oh, property that came early, yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Westworld does it better. Yeah. Um, so anyway, that's I just I'm wonder honestly. Well, that's good. But here, here's my question, and I think we should get to the, the geek hole and the geek hole. <laughs> the geek card. <laughs> wow, drop it down the that hole. I just could right definitely there. be put in the hole, <laughs> in that geek hole. Listen, I think this movie is in the geek hole, okay? Yes. Because, honestly, because if you asked any of your friends who are fairly nerdy, what did you think of Runaway? How many would even know what the movie is? Has anybody even heard of this film? No. Everyone who I found on social media talking about it from their childhood and loving it, it was all about the spiders. That's what they remembered and loved, and that was mm. mostly okay. it. Yeah. And those are the most terrifying moment in this movie. I mean, if, especially if you're like kids yeah. watching it, you'd be like, oh my god. Yeah, gosh, that would have gotten acid. me as a kid. Yep. Mm-hmm. But, but what more of what I'm saying is, is this is so far down the collective consciousness yes. that it is. If, if, if I'm being honest, I think this might be the very first film I have watched for this movie. And I would say there is no reason for you to watch this movie. <laughs> I, I don't think I don't think as a geek, you need to see this movie, understand this movie. In fact, I think it makes Michael Crichton actively worse. <laughs> like I'm like, Ugh, <laughs> that's, that's fair. Michael that Crichton did fair. this. It's yeah. like a blemish. Um even though we know he does get better, there's a good, you know, there's a good ending for well, some of those things. And but. him getting better is actually, I think, crucial to this, how much this movie does or does not matter. Because we see versions of many of these same ideas in his later work as yeah. well. Like, it's all throughout. Yep. So, if this was his only movie ever, that would be one thing. But he has other ways where those ideas are out true. there. Very true. Yeah. yeah. I mean. So, that's my, that's my answer is No. What do you guys think? Where do you think some do you do you think you should watch this movie to call yourself a geek or this is something that you need to like have in your repertoire to like pull out so you understand something else? I, I just don't think no. it's connected to anything else, honestly. Like I really don't think you need to see this to understand something else. I don't think that you need to see it to understand other things. I think it's one of those movies that if you're one of those geeks that likes to collect trivia like obscure trivia mm, this movie mm-hmm. could check obscure interesting trivia kind of box for that kind of passion but in terms yeah. of i agree with chris in terms of the necessity of its place in overall geek culture and how it informs um what comes after it um other movies do this and do this better even michael Crichton's own properties later do it better so 
this is the kind of so yeah this is a, an obscure trivia kind of movie to watch if you are a fangirl of Tom Selleck as Tyler seems to be Amen. then you know why not complete your collection I mean this is like mid magnum it's like He's, four he years filmed this magnum, on hiatus the height from, of his yeah. yeah and I would also say that if you have an interest in the way culturally we have talked about AI and technology in a science fiction way, this would work as a completist pick. But in general, if you are just a garden variety mainstream geek, this is skippable. All right, Tyler, tell us how we're wrong. Uh, no, are we saying that this is, or am I saying that this is a movie that you have to watch internally in order to be a geek? Absolutely not. Uh, I think it's a fun popcorn flick that I weirdly, I don't know. Am I just happy or whatever right now? Cause it's the weekend and I've, I've maybe. been tired for a couple of weeks and, and Kate yeah. maybe watch a fun popcorn movie. Honestly, maybe, <laughs> um, I, I really, I, I enjoyed the first half of it. The second half is, is, is rough and slow. Um, I do not believe that you need to watch this. No, to complete your geek card. Um, I think it, I think it's some interesting world building that's going on here, but, but yeah, no, you don't need to, uh, you can you can set this down. Go watch go watch RoboCop. Go watch ter- go watch Terminator. Good yeah. gracious, uh, and and uh, or iRobot or something like that, and and you'll get better it's good better to stories. Know, Tyler, yeah. that I did not completely fail you with this pick, and no, I love it. I feel like I've smudged Crichton a bit in in your, but I think you can no, take it. Yeah, you're welcome. It's a, to take yeah, it. no, absolutely. It it is a good thing to for me to bring Crichton down a notch <laughs> because he is definitely <laughs> wow. on the high pedestal oh, yeah. for me because we, I so love we everything that he's him. done. Oh yeah, you just humanize just just a little bit. I mean, not really. It's just kind of like if if I saw Superman like you know get pushed down a little bit, I'd be like, ooh, he maybe he is weak. But no, he's he's coming back <laughs> he's with that Superman. Jurassic Park business. Come on uh, now. Come on. Yeah. This this does reinforce, and I don't think we have the plan for it for this season, but uh, we need to watch and discuss Jurassic Park altogether. Like it's going to be a love fest and stuff like that. But I haven't watched it in so long. It's been it's been a while since I've watched it. I that's fair. I haven't watched it in a long time either. Jurassic Park and would talk about. I would do. I do book club. By the way, like I do Jurassic Park book club. Oh. Like right now, let's do it. But Chris is like having a moment over there. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of geek holes. <laughs> now I'm uncomfortable. Now, oh, wow. now I'm uncomfortable. Uh, anyway, I think I'm going to just, I think on that note, I think Kate, I think you should take us out and, uh, and just wrap this up for us. Alrighty then. I, I wish I had a really great pun or something to stick in that hole, but no, I'm no, I'm, gonna... I'm uncomfortable enough as it is. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Alrighty. Well, you can find us at Geek Card Check on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can make Tyler even more uncomfortable about his geek hole there if you like. We're yes. we're, we're a bit down for that. Um, but until next time, congratulations, guys! You just staked out a roll of toilet paper. <laughs> you didn't want to just go in. Yes. Yay! Yay! I, I was, that was the only time early on that I was like, I, what did I, what? What, what am I watching? What am I watching? Yeah.